presented by Chesterfield, produced and transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, Judd Collins with the Mayors, and Bing's guests, Dixie Lee Crosby and Gary, Dennis, Philip, and Lindsay Crosby. Custom at Christmas time, he opens the program with a dusty Fidelis, and as usual, he will sing it first in Latin and then in English with a studio audience joining him. Yes, Ken, I think it'd be very fitting, very nice, if our guests here would uh, join in a chorus, a second chorus, and come all you faithful, huh? Thing, I think it'd be very nice if the home folks listening in all over the world would join in, too. Oh, it would indeed. Gather around, folks, wherever you may be, and help us sing this eternal hymn. Oh, of the evening, a young man with whom I'm associated, uh, shall we say, in a business way, and uh, also socially, too. Uh, Mr. Gary Crosby, would you take a bow, Gary? Thanks, Dad. Gary, John Scott, Trotter, and Tom Adair have come up with a flashy new arrangement of that old song, of Jingle Bells, with parts for you and me and... Have you got your part there? Yeah. That is? Been studying? Is that a Yeah. That'd be a good opener, don't you think, for you and I? Let's got to get rolling? Sure. Hmm. Say, Dad, by the way, how did our record of uh, Sam Song and Simple Melody go? Oh, it went very big. Haven't you heard? Sold over 200 copies. Mm, that's wonderful. 
Isn't that grand? Grand. Do you see happy? Well, how about getting on with Jingle Bells, huh? I'm ready. Okay. And thank you for those kind words. Say, shall we get on now to another perennial Christmas favorite? The Chesterfield gift carton. Oh, huh? yes, sir, Bing. Year after year, the bright, gay Chesterfield Christmas carton of 200 milder Chesterfields is not only an ideal Christmas gift, but the best Christmas gift for every smoker. And the gift every smoker will appreciate. Those who have always smoked Chesterfields and those who will enjoy Chesterfields for the first time. Once they open them, smell them, and smoke them, they'll always be satisfied Chesterfield smokers. Yes, that's it, Bing. Folks, open a pack of Chesterfields. Give them a smell, then you'll smoke them. Just make your next pack Chesterfields. Then open it and enjoy that milder, mellow Chesterfield aroma. Compared with the brand you've been smoking, and your nose will tell you the difference between Chesterfields and other cigarettes. Friends, tobaccos that smell milder smoke milder. Tobacco men have been saying that for generations. You smoke them. You'll find Chesterfields are milder, and they leave no unpleasant aftertaste. Yes, the country's first and only cigarette taste panel confirmed this fact. 
Chesterfield is the only cigarette in which members of the panel found no unpleasant aftertaste. So make your next pack Chesterfield and prove for yourself it's the best cigarette for you to smoke. Ken Carpenter will set the scene, I'd like to move along. I'd like to move you along with us. In fancy, that is. To Christmas Eve, 1950. Ladies and gentlemen, we now take you to the Crosby home in Beverly Hills, California. It's Christmas Eve, and we find Bing and Gary engaged in a discussion of great importance. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the bells. Gee, Dad, why do you have to go through this every year? Never mind, never mind giving me any beefs. Just hand me those red pants. <laughs> Why do you insist on playing Santa Claus? What are you trying to prove? Gary, you're a big boy now. You're grown up. You're sophisticated. You're worldly. We've lost you. <laughs> but not your little brothers. Why, I wouldn't think of not playing Santa Claus for them. They love it. Wonderful to see their little faces light up with amazement and happy surprise when I bounce into the room. I could be acting, you know. No. I admit I don't convince you anymore, Gary, but your younger brothers are not wise to me yet. And as long as I can make their little eyes dance with glee, I'm gone. Well, okay. But I still can't understand why parents insist upon stifling their kids' mental development at this time of the year. Don't argue with Papa Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. That's all I can tell you. You're liable to wind up with an empty stocking. Now, come here. Put, uh, put my beard on me, if you please, huh? Yes, sir. There you are. <laughs> the beard doesn't go up there. Pull it down over my chin. <laughs> I'm just trying to make your disguise more convincing. My God. <laughs> well, I'm all set. Wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. Santa has to have a big, fat tummy. Hand me those two pillows. I'll stuff them in my coat. Uh, I think you can get by with just one pillow to share. <laughs> no comments. Nick's cracking. Just shove those pillows in my coat. Yes. There. That does it. That's, uh, that's Santa's tummy, all right? Well, if those pillowcases spring a leak, we're sure going to have a white Christmas around here. <laughs> Not think in terms of disaster. Here's the plan, Gary. Here's what I want you to do. You go out in the living room. You get everyone assembled, see? Then I'll sneak out around the house. I'll come in the living room window with my bag of presents. Why don't you come down the chimney like you always do? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> Last year I got stuck. You know. That was the biggest laugh you ever got. <laughs> well, I didn't laugh. Are we going to sing Christmas carols tonight, Dad? We certainly are. Right after we distribute the presents. While everybody's putting their gifts under the tree, I'll sneak out, change my clothes, then we'll go out and we'll sing for our friends. You know, like we right. do for friends and the neighbors. Mm. I better go to the living room now and soften everybody up for your entrance. Good, do that, will you? And Gary, when I come in the window, I do wish that you'd work up just a little enthusiasm, a little surprise, huh? Oh, don't worry. My little eyes will just dance with glee. <laughs> I may even fall into a faint. Now, don't. <laughs> Try to win the Academy. Don't overdo it. <laughs> oh, Nick. Oh. Twins. Hi, Gary. Hi, Gary. But, uh, 
What are you fellas doing in here? Oh, just snooping around. Hey, who's the guy in the red suit? That's Santa Claus, you dumbbell. <laughs> Why, I'll bet these are the twins, little Dennis and little Phyllis. Hey, he knows this, Bill. I was just asking Gary if you fellas had been the little boys this year. He didn't squeal, did you, simple Melody? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I was just telling Santa what dear, sweet little children you were. You can go by what this boy says, Santa. He's very reliable. Now, come on, fellas. Let's go in the other room. Goodbye, Santa. See you later, right? Oh, yes, 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 indeed. Goodbye, Santa. Bye, Mr. Claus. It's been a pleasure. Bye, boys. <laughs> Bye. It's been nice seeing you. <laughs> Gee, Santa Claus is certainly a wonderful man, isn't he? Yeah, pop his tops. That was Santa Claus. Oh, Gary, let's act our age, shall we? Oh, you guys are wise all the time, huh? Sure, but if he wants to put on that old hot suit and wear that itchy old beard... It's all right with me. Let him live a little. Sure, sure we can stand it if he can. Well, don't say anything in front of Lenny. Hey, where is Lynn? Over there in front of the fireplace, waiting for Santa. Well, he better turn his chair around and face the window. Santa's making a different entrance this year. Hi, man. Hi, gang. I wish Santa Claus would hurry up. I'm a nervous wreck. Me too. Me too. Lynn, we're going out to sing Christmas songs in a few minutes. Where are your stockings? I took them off and hung them on the mantel. <laughs> I'm certainly glad we have only one hillbilly in the family. <laughs> Just shake a little more Fitch's tight in your beautiful blonde wavy hair and don't worry about me. Now, now, boys, it's Christmas Eve. We don't want Santa to catch us in the middle of a brawl. Hi, Mom. Uh, Hi, Mom. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, boys. Well, you lads look fairly presentable to greet St. Nick. You look real beautiful, too, Mom. Thank you, Lynn. And may I inquire why you aren't wearing stockings? I hung them on the mantel. <laughs> well, you skip right upstairs and get another pair. Oh, Mom, I don't need stockings. Honestly, you're getting to be more like your father every day. <laughs> I favor Dad, too. In the vocal department, of course. You know, Gary, sometimes I wish Sam's song had never been written. I think Mom sings just as good as Dad any day. Well, bless every single blonde, beautiful, wavy hair in the world. There's someone at the window. Wow, it's Santa Claus. Hooray. Gosh, I think I'm going to faint. He's opening the window. Now, is this the Crosby house? Yes, sir. And are there four nice, big, strong, healthy boys here? Yes, sir. We're plenty strong. Well, then get over to the window and drag Sandy. <laughs> Get you in. Everybody grab a hold and pull. All together now. Pull. Easy now. Look, look, look out. There goes the window. Tank. In you come, Santa. 
slide. Well, so these are the Crosby boys, huh? That's right, Sheriff. And all very good boys, too. Now, let me see here. Which is which? Now, there's Gary. There's Dennis and Philip, and this saw this little fella here. <laughs> Why, you're Lenny Crosby, as I recall. <laughs> and you're Bing Crosby, as I recall. Good night, Irene. Well, I'll be darned. How'd you know it was me, Lenny? Your beard went up with the shade. <laughs> Look at it dangling up there. Shall I take it down, Ma? No, leave it there. Maybe some doves will nest in it. Oh, what a tough time I had getting to that window. I like it better when you get stuck in the chimney. <laughs> I wish you boys would grow up so your poor father wouldn't have to go through this every year. Oh, I don't mind. I wouldn't miss being Santa for the world. Say, look, we've got to get rolling. It's getting late. We've got to go out and sing some Christmas carols, you remember? You boys want to run through your songs first? Kind of jump no. up a little? We know those songs, Dad. Huh? You'd better rehearse, Gary. I don't want you kids running all over the neighborhood singing off-key. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you lads gather around the piano now. Run through all your numbers. I'll go get the Hoover and vacuum up these feathers while you're rehearsing. I don't want you singing off-key either. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, I guess you and I lead off, Gary. A song called That Christmas Feeling. Now we got a song coming up here from Lindsay. Uh, what's what's your big number this year, Lynn? I'd like to hit the ride with Santa Claus. Well, you go right ahead and hit that ride. Can you join me? Well, thank you very much. Not at all. time, glad. <laughs> Oh, maybe you could handle the rain After we ride 
Phil, you ready with your song? Yes, sir. What would the title be, please? We have a song designed for little children. Little it's called called The Snowman. Hmm, designed for little children. Do I detect a note of, of irony here, revolt or something? <laughs> well, Dad, we think we're too grown up to sing a song like this. Hmm, you do, huh? Yes, we have girls listening in. <laughs> I'm sure your girls will understand that you're both sophisticated, experienced men of the world. Yes, sir. On a Christmas Eve, a happy snowman stood and dreamed inside a cottage door. How the children love their friend the snowman and the funny fedora he wore. When they said goodnight, they told the snowman. That a gift for him was on the tree. So he called himself a lucky snowman, just like one of the family was he. The cottage porch looked beautiful and bright. The holly wreath was turned on for the night. When all at once he caught on fire and fell, he couldn't knock, he couldn't ring the bell. Friends. And 
come Christmas Eve, and that's just about what's going to happen up at our house. You know, Bing, no matter what Something your kids like think, you make a mighty convincing Papa Santa Claus on the Chesterfield Christmas carton. Oh, Ken, that cheers me up a great deal. Well, I'm glad. And on the cover of Quick Magazine, out tomorrow, there's a picture of you and a caption reading, Bing plays Papa Santa. You know, Ken, I think the Chesterfield people and Quick and everybody, they're very nice to make me Papa Santa Claus this year, but there's just one thing wrong. What's that? All my mail is going to North Pole. <laughs> How are you going to get your mail back? I made a deal with Bob Hope. Oh? Next time he passes through there, he's going to pick it up for me. <laughs> uh, Robert goes to North Pole quite often, doesn't he? He goes everywhere quite often. <laughs> Incidentally, Ken, I'm sending Bob two cartons of Chesterfields for Christmas this year. Two? What's mm-hmm. the idea of that? Well, one is for him to smoke, and the other is for him to change the tag on and send it back to me. Oh, <laughs> That way, you're sure of a wonderful gift. You bet, Ken. And to you folks listening in, Chesterfield's Christmas carton makes a wonderful gift for every smoker. Tuck a carton in the old man's stocking. Lay in a supply for the milkman, the mailman, for just about everyone on your Christmas list. That's right, friends. This year's Christmas carton of Chesterfield's is the greatest of them all. It says, best of cheer and best of smoking as only a Chesterfield Christmas carton can say it. It stars Bing Crosby as Papa Santa Claus, and it's complete from Santa's sleigh to the red-nosed reindeer. This year, give Crosby for Christmas. Give cartons of Chesterfield. <laughs> All run out today at your favorite cigarette dealer. And now a word to the whole Chesterfield family. All of our 1,100,000 retail dealers, our 600,000 wholesale distributors, Merry Christmas to each one of you. I hope we've helped you sell more Chesterfields throughout the year.
program was produced and transcribed in Hollywood.